0: and we're back it only took us two months uh but uh we are back uh and uh, you're probably wondering hey what happened to them and uh so we both got new jobs as yep. we let you guys know and uh i'm gonna fill you guys in on where we're at what's going on with us uh then we'll talk about a little pop culture uh for wrapping the show but uh where we've been, what we're up to. Uh, We're both settling into new jobs. And in addition to settling into our current jobs, uh, with our extra time, we're actually doing stuff that we probably should have done the past 10 or 15 years, like uh, keeping up with housework, (laughs) uh, being productive members of society, uh, making sure every day that uh, chores and uh, other things are being taken care of and uh talking with each other in addition to that yeah. about things that aren't pop culture um so in addition to that i'm also doing some training and schooling uh because uh come to find out i don't want to work a blue collar uh facility support job all my life <laughs> Um, so right now I'm currently doing some uh, schooling and training to enter the tech and hopefully the uh, video gamer entertainment field. Um, but we'll find out what happens. In the meantime, it's the effort and the training and the schooling that uh, goes into it that's taking a lot of our time. Uh, so we're probably not going to be regular with episodes. We'll pop in here or there to... Uh, have conversations if there's something we want to say or we feel like we need to say, we'll we'll pop in to say it. But in the meantime, we're still here, we're still kicking, we're still around. Uh, if you want to reach out and drop us a line on Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instagram, we're in all those places. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. For the most part, we're just uh, settling into an existence of trying to produce more than we consume, and as we produce more. We may have less to say in this particular avenue, because a large portion of our output here is about consuming things, Um, but it doesn't mean we're going away, it just means we're changing over to other parts of life. Yeah. So, uh, we'll still keep the podcast feed open, we'll still pop in from time to time to talk about things, but... Uh Yeah, we wanted to give you guys an update in addition to finishing up, we promised we'd talk about Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to talk about Doctor Strange today, but we wanted to give a quick update just to let you know where we've been, what we're up to, and uh, why you haven't heard regular feed from us, so yeah. uh, we're here, we're going to go ahead and... Stay subscribed to us. We're gonna provide stuff. It just—it's probably not gonna be as regular as you'd like. Um, that said, if you want to uh, send us ten thousand dollars, I will gladly, <laughs> gladly devote uh, two hours of time every week to this podcast uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, if you send us twenty thousand dollars, I will—I will devote <laughs> ten hours a week to this podcast, and so on and so forth. Uh, anybody who has that much money and is just throwing it at podcasters, please, I implore you, cure cancer. It's more important. Yeah. Um, oh, what else? I don't think I've got anything. Do you? I can't think of anything, okay. but
1: that's not
0: abnormal. That's yeah, all right. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so, we, uh, the last time we recorded, we talked about... Uh, I want to say that we talked about a rom-com or two and we talked about uh, loki wrapped up uh that many series and um today we're going to talk about uh even though our show is called favorite things i don't know that doctor strange and the multiverse of madness would be one of my favorite things but it is something i really enjoyed and we're going to mainly focus on the parts of this that are absolutely my favorite things um first of all this is the sequel to one of my favorite original marvel movies and by original i mean when that movie starts there are no old characters in it you're you're getting all new characters and that's doctor strange from 2016 Um, i really enjoy that movie it's a lot of fun it's uh, over the top, it brings in a whole new world uh, to Marvel. Introduces a new character in Stephen Strange, um, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, and uh, you
1: said his name correctly. I'm proud of you.
0: I'm not trying to.
1: <laughs> I'm not
0: trying to sell a punchline, Sorry. Uh, but uh, I really enjoy the character. Uh, in comics, I've enjoyed the character since. Uh, I would say the mid 2000s uh, as he pops up a lot in New Avengers um, and he interacts a lot with Spider-Man and I, I really enjoy the character uh, the part he's played in his own movie uh, now movies uh, the Avengers films and uh, even Spider-Man No Way Home I've really enjoyed what they've done in film with the character and i getting to the movie we're going to talk about this week, Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I'm really enjoying how bonkers they finally let the character go. I feel like they've kind of had him on a little bit of a leash up until this movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie got to be weird and we'll get right into talking about this movie. Um, I loved it. Um, it's when I say it's not one of my favorite things, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I'm saying I've seen this movie once, typically for a movie to be a favorite thing. I need to have seen it a few uh, a few times. Um, recently, I started listening to a podcast called The Rewatchables, um, which I would highly recommend to any of our listeners uh, just because it is uh, the concept is these are films or TV shows that you watch over and over and over again. It's, the Office. Yes, it's the things that bring you back for enjoyment <laughs> yeah. over and over and over and and I think this has the potential mm-hmm. to be a favorite thing for me yeah. that it has the potential and i'll I'll tell you why over the course of the podcast, but I wanted to start out high and then see where you're at uh, coming off of this movie, you had very few expectations. Yeah. Where'd you come down on the movie?
1: Um, I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun watch. I I mean, it was a Marvel movie. (laughs) Yes. Um, and so I appreciate it for what it was. I don't think I have any negative feelings towards it. Um, but yeah, there was um, for some reason I didn't expect um expect a Wanda to be in it. I don't know why. She was
0: literally in she, all the advertising. She
1: was, wasn't she? I think I forgot in about it, that. That's just it, my brain. That's how my brain works.
0: In addition to that, in the in the lead <laughs> up to the movie, when we were talking about WandaVision, I was like, "Yes, yeah, she is going to play guess, a role in...
1: Okay, I guess I didn't expect her role to be say
0: so we are full spoilers okay. lead, leading into this i i don't know that what you're about to say is a spoiler but a warning yeah. if, you <laughs> seen, if you have not seen if you have not seen dr strange if you have not seen any of the marvel movies leading up to dr strange any of the marvel tv shows if in general this is your first exposure to marvel why are you listening to us we appreciate the listen but you might want to listen to something else yeah because everything we say is full game for spoilers. Betsy go. I
1: didn't expect her to be the main villain.
0: Yes, and I did. but I I love that. Yeah. So what what was phenomenal for me in this is it's a promise fulfilled that went unfulfilled at the end of 2008. Uh, Incredible Hulk. Okay. So in uh, in the film The Incredible Hulk in 2008, where The Incredible Hulk is not played by Mark Ruffalo, he is instead played by uh, Edward Norton. Uh, at the end of the film, after he's beaten the villain and he's gone into seclusion uh, because he can't really control the Hulk. That's the whole thing of The Incredible Hulk. Um, Ed Norton as Bruce Banner sits and meditates in a cabin far off and at the end he opens his eyes they're green and it says days without incident zero and the whole idea is he has learned to control the hulk and it's kind of ambiguous as to where he is mentally and so it set up at the time they didn't fully know what they were going to do with the avengers film Mm -hmm. and it set up one of two possibilities either a Uh, Bruce Banner had learned to control the Hulk and so he could uh, be on the team as an Avenger or he could be the primary antagonist of the film uh, being out of control Mm -hmm. so they went with Heroic at the end of WandaVision she is in a very similar place Uh, she is exploring the Darkhold trying to figure out what's going on and, and where to find her kids who are calling out to her In this, it is fulfilling that promise of a hero-turned-villain. Yeah. And whereas she was kind of borderline and and did horrible things in WandaVision, in this, she fully embraces her self-centered desire. Yes. And I... I know there are some people who don't like that she leans fully into it. They don't like that she went from a gray character to a to an evil character. Um, I like it. It's it's very comic booky. Yeah. Um, I, people forget because these most popular movies of of the world at any given time uh, play with a lot of nuance and with adult themes. They forget that these are made. Uh, from books that were designed for twelve-year-olds, um, <laughs> and they're very silly, and and sometimes the silliness is nice to is nice to watch. Yeah. Um, and the silliness of the conceit of this woman wants thing, thing conflicts with everyone else. She will torture, kill, mutilate whoever she has to to get it.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's. It's very on the nose, and and I don't think people like things that lack subtlety. Um, Sam Raimi is not known for subtlety. Um, I I adore this film for being a Sam Raimi movie. In addition to be a, being a comic book movie, uh, I told you in the movie theater this very much gave me vibes of Army of Darkness, a 1992. Uh, it's a threequel. It's the third. It's the second sequel to. Uh, Uh, The Evil Dead. It's The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness, which he originally wanted to call Evil Dead 3, or uh, Medieval Dead. (laughs) Um, But he he did this movie which was a Doctor Strange story, but it's also very Evil Dead... Which is also very true to Doctor Strange comic books. If you ever read any of the Doctor Strange comic books out of the late 60s, early 70s, all the way up into the 80s and 90s, they're very trippy, they're very horror-based, and they're very weird. Uh, Some of them almost feel like drug trips. Mm -hmm. And it's it's something that doesn't fit with the formulaic Marvel movie this isn't avengers 2.5 this is this isn't guardians of the galaxy 2.5 this is doctor strange and when they use the term multiverse of madness they're expecting oh we're gonna get all the versions of the heroes like we did in spider-man no way home right (laughs) and kind of but not really and I applaud them for their restraint. I was terrified going into this movie that it was going to be all cameos. Yeah. That the whole movie was going to be cameos and it was going to be what dominated the the discussion around this movie. And there's a lot of talk about those cameos. And I appreciate the cameos. We'll get to them. Yeah. The cameos are strictly there to obey horror movie conventions. This movie doesn't have people that are expendable outside of nameless characters. And so they needed named characters that you can kill. How do you do that? You have the multiverse. You bring in named important characters and you kill them off hyper-creatively. And they do. Oh boy, do they. And for a horror movie that's rated PG-13, this is pretty intense. But it's also really good as a horror movie
1: yeah
0: um a a comic book horror movie at that and and i enjoy it it reminds me of kind of an updated mummy or hellboy or or something like that it's you bring in a hero that has supernatural abilities and you you take them up against a bad guy that there is no hope of beating and that's a good comic um, it's a good story. And uh, we're not going to go too in-depth into the plot. Uh, if you want to see this movie, it's in theaters now. It'll probably be on Disney Plus in about 60 days, would be my guess. Uh, maybe longer if it has a good theatrical run. Um, but uh, it's it's worth it for the spectacle, as long as your projector isn't uh, jacked up like ours <laughs> was for the first 10 minutes. Um, the focus was all kinds of off. They they got it reined in within the first scene, but it it started off and we were trying to figure out if it was part of a movie and very quickly like, discovered it nope, it was just off. Yeah.
1: So um, for a minute, I was like, is it part of the movie or are they accidentally playing the three D version? <laughs> it was like no, in my
0: head. It it didn't it yeah. didn't ruin the experience, but it definitely was distracting. Yeah. Um but this uh this is definitely um not a movie for everybody. If you are wanting the sequel to Avengers Endgame if you're wanting more WandaVision where uh, it's kind of quirky but Wanda has a dark spot it's not that Um, in this movie Wanda is a bad guy and all in on bad guy like Loki and Avengers bad guy not Loki and Loki Loki and Avengers she is out for what she wants and anyone who gets in her way will die horribly and when it comes to Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is a morally ambiguous character which I really enjoy in this Um, he has to come to terms with who he is and by the end of the movie who he's going to be Um, and that takes some twists and turns and I I like where his character goes where he gets closure on his relationship with Christine uh, the doctor from the very first Doctor Strange film Uh, the beginning of the movie is her getting married to another man yeah um this, this movie deals with uh, the multiverse, and uh, what would it look like if our Doctor Strange ended up on another planet where the group, the Illuminati, existed? Um, the Illuminati, for those of you who are not uh, comic book nerds, are not just the, uh, the green lizard people who run everything. Um, as some conspiracy theorists might tell you. um, The Illuminati in Marvel Comics are the brightest and strongest minds in Marvel Comics coming together to face problems that the world at large, even the superhero community at large, aren't prepared to handle. Um, In the comic books, you've got Professor X, you've got Iron Man, you've got Black Panther, you've got... um, You've got Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. You've got Doctor Strange. Um, occasionally, Namor the Submariner is is a member. Uh, you have all sorts of members that rotate in rotate ro- rotate in and rotate out. Uh, I think Beast uh, from the X Men at one point uh, joins up with them. But they deal with universe level threats, um, and one of the big. Plot lines that came through in 2014 with Jonathan Hickman's run—I'm going to get real nerdy on y'all—is um, <laughs> about the intersections of universes that are colliding with each other. And as these uh, as these universes interact with each other, what happens every time is one universe survives and the other is wiped out of existence. And this all leads up to this big event called Secret War. Um, where Dr. Doom basically merges all multiverses into one reality and rules it as God. And uh, a, an underground superhero group uh, made up of heroes from across the multiverse, different versions and times, have to team up to stop it. Great book, great miniseries, highly enjoyed it. Um, but the Illuminati kind of set that up. In this film, the Illuminati are grouped from a universe parallel to ours um, that worked with an alternate Stephen Strange who ultimately died. And in this universe, that group is made up of uh, Haley Atwell as captain carter from the what if series um it was nice to see her again um and i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and give you the biggest spoiler of the movie (laughs) every single member of the illuminati dies horribly and i mean horribly uh classic horror kills style um so don't get attached yeah. Uh, John Krasinski shows up as Reed Richards Mr. Fantastic uh, he has been someone I've I've desired to play that role will he play that role in continuing movies I don't know and honestly I don't care he did a good job in this movie if they go that way awesome if they go a different way awesome I I love the fact that he was Mr. Fantastic even for just a few moments um Lashana Lynch uh who was uh Monica Rambeau's mom, uh, I'm forgetting her name, uh, but she played a, an alternate version of Captain Marvel. Uh, Monica Rambeau was the uh, was the black lady from WandaVision uh, who became Photon. Bobby, are you okay? My
1: cat's going crazy.
0: She's wound up. Anyhow, uh, in addition to them, uh, Anson Mount, who is currently on Star Trek: Strange New, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, that is a horrible title. Um, <laughs> uh, as Captain Christopher Pike, currently, uh, and was the lead on Hell on Wheels, um, he plays Black Bolt, who he played in the Inhumans miniseries uh, back a few years ago. Not a good miniseries. Don't recommend you checking it out. Um, but he gets a new costume. Uh, Black Bolt superhero. Really cool. Read the comic books. He's awesome. Um, let me see here. Reed Richards. Captain Marvel. Captain Carter. Uh, Carl Carl Mordo. Uh, who was the kind of hero assistant and he looked to be the villain in an upcoming Doctor Strange and he's probably going to be in the next one <laughs> uh, played by Chiwetel Iajafor um, and that is a hard name to say uh, <coughs> he uh, he is a member of the Illuminati on this planet in place of Doctor Strange uh, who is dead um, and then we have uh, Professor Xavier yep Uh, Played by Patrick Stewart. And when he comes on and the 1997 X Men theme plays, (laughs) the X Men animated series played.
1: You could feel like the audience. Like we were in a packed room and you could just feel the audience. Like they were wanting to cheer and scream when he came in. Yeah.
0: I love Patrick Stewart. Um, And it's. They got the
1: same reaction from John Kuzinski. Yes.
0: (laughs) So it's. It's an all-star cast that they bring in to die badly. And the reason they bring these people in to, to die... And and I know that there are people upset. They brought these people in because there are no other named characters. Mm-hmm. They can't kill Wong because they need Wong for upcoming movies. Could they have killed him? Yeah, but it would have been cheap to kill the sidekick character. Yeah. Um, they... They didn't want to kill the female lead that I haven't even mentioned yet that we're going to get to because I want to do a deep dive on her. Um, that sounded bad. We'll move on. Um, but this, this this movie needs characters if they're going to go the full Sam Raimi horror route to die. So alternate versions of heroes, um, people who just a moment ago got... A a crowd pleasing cheer they need them there you know almost immediately after these characters are introduced that they're going to die and the reason you know is because they are filled with hubris and arrogance Mm -hmm. these versions of the characters I'm going to say a controversial statement I'm glad they died (laughs) and I'm going to say it for this reason at no point do they listen Mm -hmm. to Doctor Strange, at no point do they do they acknowledge that they are facing a real threat. At no point do they consider anything other than, yeah, we did the right thing. And they admit to some really morally ambiguous stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, when they die, I gotta be honest, I, I'm kind of rooting for Wanda.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, and they die badly. I, I'll just put it that way. Like, they push the PG-13 rating. Yeah. Um,
1: and she used their own strings against them to kill
0: them. Absolutely. And, again, good horror movie kills. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's getting through the the more spoilery and, and stuff. I want to talk about America Chavez, um, who is a relatively new comics character, but popped up in this movie. I know next to nothing about her. I've seen her in a few crossover issues. (laughs) I am interested enough after watching this movie that on Marvel Unlimited, I'm probably going to do a a deep, thorough research on the character, which sounds a lot better than saying I'm going to do a deep dive (laughs) on a female character. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I have to be clear because... Words mean things, and sometimes when you use the wrong words, they mean the wrong things. So I want to do some thorough research because I found the character of America Chavez very intriguing. So her whole power set is she has the ability to punch through reality, and she's able to punch a hole through the universe and go to another universe, which is kind of a cool power set. Yeah. And in this movie, they need someone who... First of all, she's she's simultaneously a, a secondary lead, but she's also the MacGuffin for the film. Um, you, you got a blank look on your face when I said MacGuffin. I,
1: no, I, I think I know what that is. I'm just okay. trying to figure out what you I, mean by that for her character.
0: Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot. I apologize. No. I want you to explain a MacGuffin. And...
1: It's a character that doesn't
0: really mean too much. That's a red herring. A red herring is the Illuminati. The Illuminati are a red herring in this movie.
1: Okay. Okay, they, then I don't know what a MacGuffin is. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: so I'm going to clarify red herring <laughs> uh, in the case of this movie, and then I'm going to clarify okay. MacGuffin. Okay, red herring is something that you bring up, and ultimately it means nothing. Um, in this movie... All the advertisements Illuminati Illuminati and people like oh my gosh the Illuminati are gonna team up and they're gonna take on the big bad the Illuminati are just there to die that is the only reason they're in this film they're there just to be enough of a hindrance to Doctor Strange and to Wanda to give us a few fight scenes move things along and to show us how powerful she is that is it they're red hair a MacGuffin is the primary inciting object or person in a film that the characters are fighting over or pursuing in order to achieve their goal. So in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Lost Ark is the MacGuffin. Um, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, it's the Holy Grail. In, um, in the very first Avengers, it was uh, the Tesseract, the cube. Um, it's the object that everyone is is going after to be able to achieve their goal. Uh, in the Maltese Falcon. It's the Maltese Falcon. Ultimately in most cases, unless the MacGuffin is a character, the MacGuffin doesn't mean anything. Um, the, the arc in Raiders of the Lost Ark, if Indiana Jones, uh, doesn't actually pursue it, the same thing happens, but we don't get a good movie. Right. Um, in uh, The Maltese Falcon, if the bad guy gets it, so what? It's a statue. It's it's a reason for people to do what they're doing in the movie. That's a MacGuffin. Okay. Um, Alfred Hitchcock had a great uh, a line about MacGuffins that you can look up. <laughs> um, in this, America is the MacGuffin in that Strange wants to find out why Wanda wants her and and help her out. Wanda wants to get America for her powers. Mm -hmm. And so, through the movie, she is the central goal. Strange's goal is to keep her away from Wanda. Wanda's goal is to get her for herself. She's the MacGuffin. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Um in addition to being the MacGuffin, she's, uh, she's got a great deal of meaning in that she is a young woman who doesn't understand her power set fully. She understands what she, she's doing. She doesn't understand how or why, um, she's, uh, she's looking for her parents that she apparently exiled to some foreign universe in the first use of her powers. She's lost, (laughs) afraid, Um, she's skeptical. The opening of the movie is an alternate universe Doctor Strange, uh, trying to, uh, kill her. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Sorry about that. We're only able to get certain blocks of time in uh anyhow uh the beginning of the movie starts with uh dr strange who uh looks like he's from the comic book the defenders uh trying to get to the book of ashanti which apparently is yet another MacGuffin, um but this one uh, apparently is kind of a, a genie's lamp type deal it provides the Sorcerer with whatever he needs to be able to uh, to defeat evil. Um, And when he gets there, bad guys are closing in. And so uh, this Defender Strange uh, starts to try to take America's powers away before he is killed. Um, And through the whole of the movie, America doesn't know whether she can trust Stephen Strange or not and uh which is it's a dynamic I like in this movie because she doesn't trust uh Stephen Strange as Stephen Strange finds out more about his multiverse counterparts he doesn't trust himself and so there's this there's this struggle for her to find out who she can trust and who she can lean on uh, and if she can trust or lean on anyone. And I... I like the journey she goes on in this movie. At the end of the movie, there's a moment that some will find cheesy. Um, I, I found it quite endearing where Doctor Strange is fighting Wanda in a, in a very peculiar way. Um, I'm not going to give everything away, yeah. um, but uh, he gets Wanda knocked back enough that he's able to get to America and everyone, including Wong is like, Hey, you have to take all of America's abilities away. So Wanda can't get him." and everyone has said the rules that we are given in this movie is if that happens, America dies. Because the only way to do that is effectively to siphon everything out of her. Um, And Doctor Strange refuses. And he goes, look, this, it's up to you. You've got this. You can do this. And for some people, they're going to look at that and they're going to say, man, that's cheesy and for me watching this woman who through the whole of the movie is on the run and on the defensive be given a moment to speak up and have agency and do something for herself mm-hmm. it's a it's a good moment Is it earned? I don't know. Uh, Does it even pay off that much? I don't know. But she does stand up for herself in that moment. And it's a great moment. And I hope we get to see more of her character. Maybe in Miss Marvel. Maybe in something else. But I I like this character. And I hope we see more of her. Yeah. Um, And I'm pretty sure we will. Marvel's pretty good about sending their characters all around the place.
1: Yeah.
0: But... Uh, the movie wraps up the day is saved it it's not empire strikes back that even if the good guys lose they they win in the end um and uh dr strange uh meets uh our last cameo of the movie which is the character it's either clea or clee i'm never sure it's Again, you read these names in comic books, you don't actually yeah. say them. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, played by Charlize Theron. And in the comics, uh, she is Doctor Strange's uh, girlfriend, lover. Um, she is a sorceress of her own ability. Um, and... It... It was a neat little bookend in the movie. Yeah. for For two reasons. One with him finding closure with the Christine relationship, it allows him to move on romantically. Um, but it also enables him to, uh, to move on story-wise into whatever's next. And maybe they do a Dr. Strange three. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do something. Maybe they don't. And this was just a neat little cameo. Regardless, I like that end point for this. Yeah. Uh, Other things that stood out to me, Bruce Campbell is in this movie. It's a Sam Raimi movie. If Sam Raimi can get his best friend Bruce Campbell in, he does. Those two love each other uh, with a brotherly love that I cannot help but admire. Um, From the Evil Dead movies all the way through to Darkman to any time... Sam Raimi can get work for his friend uh, Bruce Campbell he does and vice versa and uh, Bruce Campbell as the pizza ball uh, I, I'm trying to remember what was his was it was it the pizza ball king or the, the, Some of the pizza ball daddy or something like pop that Papa pizza, pizza Ball or something yeah. it was something ridiculous and I love Bruce Campbell he is the epitome of cheesy goofy just fun and uh if you've seen the tv show burn notice or you've seen the evil dead movies or any of that bruce campbell is always a good time he was on hercules the legendary journeys and xena warrior princess as as a prince of thieves and and he's goofy in that too (laughs) Um, love Bruce Campbell Uh, as he's called himself he's the best chin in the business Um, but the end of the movie after having a spell put on him uh, earlier in the movie by Doctor Strange he gets to the end and he's wincing as it's coming to the end and it's the end credit scene I am going to ruin this for everyone he literally finishes after the spell is wore off and he goes oh Oh, thank God. And he looks right at the camera and goes, It's over! And it's... (laughs) the perfect line. It's the perfect stinger for the end of the movie. The whole auditorium laughed. I, I enjoyed it. This was... This was a fun movie. Is it... Is it the most Mark comic book movie? No. No, it's not. But I had such a fun time. And it was such a weird, different movie for me. I love... I love the elements of horror movies i don't love slasher horror movies most of the time just because they did i don't know i just i never really get into them this i enjoyed it was that type of movie in a comic yeah. book movie and i i enjoyed that it was a lot of fun yeah i
1: thought it was a lot of fun i, I enjoyed it for for what it was i had no expectations yeah i liked it it's a marvel movie it's they're not my favorite thing
0: but i enjoy them no i enjoyed it i i enjoyed sam raimi getting to play around and do some fun stomping ground stuff i'm actually really looking forward to whatever sam raimi does next now because of this Mm -hmm. um all of all of the stuff he's done over the years sam raimi spider-man movies notwithstanding uh as any listener of ours knows those i wasn't the most thrilled by those (laughs) um they're enjoyable they are they are charming and enjoyable but i enjoy sam raimi really getting to play in his in a field that allows him to be more goofy and earnest and this movie let him do that in a way that i don't think the spider-man movies did yeah um or maybe i wasn't ready for them and i was this time i i don't know but I enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing what other weird stuff Sam Raimi comes up with. And, and I'm hoping there's a lot of it. Uh, Sam Raimi is, is, a, is a fun director. I'm currently listening to another podcast I'll recommend beside the Rewatchables. Is the Blank Check podcast. Where they're going through the films of Sam Raimi. And I forgot about uh, one of the most charming ones he has. Uh, that I enjoy is called The Quick and the Dead. Which is... It is the most video game movie you could possibly make. It's a movie that's all about a town that has quick-draw duels um, in the Old West. And Gene Hackman is, like, the, the evil slum lord of this town. And Sharon Stone leads a cast that includes Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, before he really is at movie star status. And it's a wild movie, but it's a lot of fun and when sam raimi's having fun i have fun in the movies and when he's not we get spider-man 3 and i didn't enjoy spider-man 3 and the more he gets to have fun the more i think the audience does yeah and so yeah i i really enjoyed this um i will it ultimately be a favorite thing i don't know but for today it was, because today I needed a silly, magic-based, weird, off-the-wall <laughs> Marvel comic movie, and this was it. Yeah. Is it a great movie? I don't think so. Is it a good movie? Eh, your mileage may vary depending on your opinion on Marvel movies, because like you said, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. But if you like Marvel movies, if you like Sam Raimi movies, if you like horror movies, if you like silly, goofy Horror movies. If you like, um, if you like the original Doctor Strange, you're probably gonna like this. If any of those things are an abomination to you, you probably don't want to do this one. And
1: I will say, I really do not like horror movies, and I really enjoyed this
0: one. I I think it's because it wasn't, it
1: wasn't a slasher horror.
0: <laughs> it gets pretty close, yeah. um, but it's. We can we could do a whole podcast yeah. on what what we do and don't like in certain uh, genres, but this this was the right mix today.
1: Yeah.
0: I could I could watch this in a month and hate it. Um but today, today you know when I watched it, I enjoyed it.
1: There's a good what do you call them jump scares?
0: There's a couple good jump There's scares.
1: Yeah, I saw one get you.
0: Huh? I
1: saw uh,
0: at least one get you. <laughs> I which one got me?
1: I'm trying to remember now. It was, I think it was near
0: the end. I think the one that got me was uh, sound-based. I don't remember. I, I
1: think you sure ever seen you jump
0: out of the corner of my eye and like. Oh. Was that the Black Bolt voice one um, when his, when the way he goes? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Now because it was loud. Yeah. And it got me. <laughs> Maybe
1: that was
0: it. Uh, anyhow, uh, guys, if if you're into this kind of stuff. Go on in. If not, we hope you at least enjoyed our short little podcast today. Um, podcast going forward will probably be fairly irregular. Um, we'll pop in uh, when we, when we have something that we think is worth your time, uh, that we actually have something to talk about. Uh, these days, most of what we talk about is our future and, you know, what we want to do long-term. So uh interesting and fun for us especially as we plan and and figure stuff out but as far as wide audience stuff it may not be the most entertaining so when we (laughs) have stuff to talk about that is are things that maybe you can enjoy as well whether it's movie tv show video game awesome if you happen to be in the industry of special effects or video game programming or anything like that and you would like to touch base with me just so we can connect over that I would love to because I'm currently trying to get into that field (laughs) but if not that's okay we're glad you stuck around to at least hang out and uh, listen to us gush over uh, a weird silly Marvel movie Um, spoilers spoilers no guarantees that we're going to record anything on it, but we're going to tell you what we're doing next. Betsy has never seen Top Gun. So we are going <laughs> to be watching Top Gun. And I have warned her that it is the most 80s movie imaginable. Um, and I have no idea how she'll feel about it. Yeah. But if she has a good time, there might be a podcast. There might not. So, yeah. uh All because there was a
1: preview for Top Gun Maverick. Yes. And I was trying to figure out if it would be one worth going to watch with you.
0: So, maybe there's a podcast about that. Maybe there's not. There is still a segment that we have recorded for uh, a series of movies. We're going to batch with another series of movies when we record that podcast. When that will be, I don't know. It will come out eventually. It might be what they play as they put my caskin in the ground, it will come out eventually.
1: <laughs>
0: Guys, thanks for sticking around. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, go steal your friends' and family's phones, and like and subscribe on their phones as well. <laughs> uh, if you're at a library, uh, go on every computer onto Spotify and just go in and put on the playlist of our podcast and just hit play and hit repeats. So the more plays <laughs> we get more it puts us up in the, in the metrics and um, it doesn't make the podcast any better, but we get more views Um, (laughs) guys. Thanks so much. We will see you when we see you. If you want to drop us a line and just talk, hang out, anything like that. We are on social media. You can grab us and uh, no guarantees, but Hey, it's worth dropping a line. So, Until you hear from us again, keep enjoying your favorite things. Keep talking positive about your favorite things. Um, If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And uh, (laughs) we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.